What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Tuesday, September 6th. I'm your host, Doug Reed, back from a couple of weeks break, some vacation and other things going on. Happy to be back. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Doug underscore Reed 34. This is the Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't already, please check us out at sportsethos.com. A lot of great information from wagering to fantasy to daily fantasy sports. Obviously, with football starting in a couple days, a ton of information out there. Lots of free information and lots for our subscribers. You can get our wager pass, which is uh, for our wagering for just 15 bucks a month. For a few bucks more, you can get all of our fantasy content as well. Lots of podcasts. NBA heating up uh, in a few weeks as well, as far as the coverage. Uh, A few people I think you should cover if you're into baseball as the season comes to an end down the stretch run. For fantasy, you can check out our MLB Today podcast by Joe Arico. He's at, at Joe Arico99 on Twitter. And also, as fantasy football kicks into high gear, check out JP Sticko, and you can find him on Twitter at JPSTICCO. And he's going daily with our podcast as well, our Fantasy Football Today podcast. So, lots of information, lots of great things going on here at Sports Ethos. So, um, By all means, go to sportsethos.com and check us out. But I'm going to hit the baseball card today. 15, big 15 games late. Lots of interesting games uh, on the docket. Some not so interesting teams just playing out the stretch, but we're going to go through them all. uh, Different angles, a few different props uh, I'm looking at. So let's get right at it. We start 635 in the east with the Mets in Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates. You get the Mets at minus 225 in the money line. Pirates plus 185. Run line comes in minus 130 for the Mets. Total of eight. We get Taiwan Walker on the hill, the righty for the Mets. He comes in 122 and two-thirds innings, 3.45 ERA, 1.21 whip, 93 strikeouts. Gates Mitch Keller. Uh, who's had an up-and-down season, probably one of Pittsburgh's better starters, but 124 innings, 4.43 RA, 1.46 whip, 107 strikeouts. I'm not on this game. I like Walker. I like the Mets. He doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. 
So I was looking at that prop, but it's not really any value there. Uh, even at minus 130 on the money line, or pardon me, the run line, that's probably the play, uh, but nothing really for me. If anything, I would lean to the Mets run line at minus 130. Can't take them as north of a 200 favorite. So going to stay away, but would look to the run line if I had to. Next game, American League East battle. We have the Red Sox in Tampa. You get the veteran lefty Rich Hill on the mound, and you get, I see JT Shargwap, then I also see Yanni Chirinos. Either way, it's going to be an opener for Tampa Bay. You get the home raise at minus 135 in the money line. You get the Red Sox plus 115, total here of eight. You get the raise at plus 150 on the run line. Stay away from me. Uh, I like I like the Rays, the way they've been playing. They're surging. I don't like their offense in general, so it's hard to back at a, a plus 150 money line is a nice number. Um, but I don't have a lot of faith in their offense, although they have been playing much better in the last month. So if anything, maybe a money line lean at minus 135. The Sox are playing out the, the string. Rich Hill has the ability to throw up a good game, also has the ability to throw up a stinker. Uh, maybe the under at minus 120, juiced up a little to minus 120. Uh, the Rays, when they go to their bullpen games, tend to throw out a lot of good arms. Red Sox, as I said, playing out the string. Their offense hasn't been doing much. So uh, maybe look to the under, maybe the Rays on the money line at minus 135. But in general, uh, stay away from me. Next game, 645. We get the Miami Marlins in Philly to play the Phillies. You can get the home Phillies at a big minus 235 favorite on the money line. The Marlins at plus 195. Total here is seven, so expect the pitcher's duel. And you can get the Phillies at an even plus 100 on the run line. Jesus Cesardo starts the lefty for Miami, 65 and a third innings, 3.44 ERA, 1.04 whip, 73 strikeouts. He's really found his form since he's come back off the IL. And going against the Phillies offense that has been very hot and cold in the last month or so, so not really sure what to expect. Aaron Nola, on the other hand, the, the Phillies ace, 170 two-thirds innings, 3.43 ERA, 0.97 whip, 190 strikeouts to just 22 walks. I was looking at the Nola outs prop, but it was at over six and two-thirds innings for, I think, around minus 120. So he'd have to go seven innings. He can certainly do that. Uh, in his last few outings, he's come close to, and I'm just pulling up his numbers here. In his last, well, his last game, last game against Arizona, he went four innings. Prior to that, he went nine against Cincinnati, five against the Mets, eight against the Mets, six against Washington, six Pittsburgh, and six against Atlanta. So, as much as I think he, I think he can go out and dominate the Marlins, the way they're playing, uh, the way they're hitting. Uh, I just have a tough time getting his 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 innings or outs prop at seven, uh, seven or more. So stay away from me. Maybe uh, the Phils run line. I think Nola shuts down the Marlins. They can put up a few numbers. Don't know Lazardo's going to go deep if he goes six plus innings. Then they hand it off to a very suspect bullpen. So if anything, I would lean on the run line at an even plus one hundred. Uh, the next game of the night is here we go in New York. Now this has recently gone off the board. Uh, the Yankees are playing uh, the Twins. Now I know there was rain in the forecast, so I'm thinking. Uh, I'm trying to pull up another. Uh, I know there's rain in the forecast, so there's a good chance this game has been delayed or postponed. And, yeah, I'm not seeing it on the board. I had uh, Garrett Cole over 18.5 outs as the prop, uh, but it looks like this game's probably postponed. I got it at plus 102. So uh, if the game does go and Cole will be pitching, basically has to go six and two-thirds or more, and I think he can easily do that against the Twins. 
So we're going to skip that game. Bill, 7.05, the next game in the East, we have another AL East battle. The Jays are in Baltimore against the O's. Uh, this basically is a coin flip, minus 110 on either side. Eight and a half is the number. Juice to the over at minus 120. You can get the Jays at minus, or pardon me, plus 145 on the run line. Struggling Mitch White on the hill, uh, who has not pitched well since he came over for the, from the Dodgers for the Jays. 23 innings, fairly small sample size, obviously. 7.04 area, 1.74 whip, 8 walks and 20 strikeouts. Kyle Bradish, on the other hand, 87 innings, 5.17 ERA, 1.47 whip, not impressive numbers, 84 strikeouts, so just under a strikeout an inning. Uh, however, he has pitched much better lately and trying to pull up the numbers, his recent numbers. So in Bradish, in his last two outings, seven against Cleveland, no earned runs on two hits, three walks, five strikeouts. Against the Astros in Houston, eight innings, two hits, no earned runs, two walks, six strikeouts. And prior to that, uh, Boston, Toronto, and Toronto average starts. And his two most recent starts started three times against the Jays. Been hit pretty hard. He's given up in four and two thirds innings. Gave up three runs on August fifteenth. On August 9th, five and a third innings, three runs. In August, pardon me, June thirteenth, uh, four and a third innings, five runs. So the Jays have gotten to him. Um, however, he has been pitching better lately. The total here is eight and a half, juice to the over at minus one twenty. But what I took is the first five over four and a half. I don't think White. Is going to be able to. I know it's in Camden Yards, so there's not going to be balls aren't going to be flying out of the park necessarily. But I think White has the ability to go up a few runs, and I think the Jays can get the Bradish. Uh, they have gotten into him this year, even though he's pitched better lately. Uh, they haven't got. They have gotten to him. So if both teams can get two runs, uh, then one of them can pop a third on the board in the first five or over four and a half. So I get the over four and a half for the first five at minus one ten. Don't know which way to go in this game. I do lean the O's. Uh, behind Bradish, just because he's pitching better than White. Um, however, Jay swept a d- doubleheader yesterday, and they don't necessarily like betting against their bats. So I'm going to avoid that. Just go with the first five over four and a half at minus 110. Uh, the next game we have at 740 in the East. We have the Reds in Chicago to play the Cubs. You get the Reds at plus 150 on the money line. The home Cubbies at minus 170. Total here is at eight, juice to the under at minus 115. And you can get the Cubs on the run line at plus 125. I'm not really sure which way to go just because of two pitchers in this game. Justin Dunn goes for the Reds, 23 and a third innings, 4.6 ERA, 1.37 uh, whip on 19 strikeouts and 10 walks. Wade Miley hasn't pitched since early June, so he's only thrown 19 innings, 2.84 ERA, 1.21 whip, 12 strikeouts. So kind of hard to uh, judge either of, those, either of these pitchers. Two teams playing out the string, obviously. Uh, the Cubs are just throwing Miley out there to eat up innings as much as he can. No real future, I don't think, with the Cubs. Uh, but at minus 170, I really struggle with that number. Dunn was a decent prospect coming up in Seattle. 23 and a third innings, really hard to judge what he's done. Um, but I do like, I would lean, I'm not taking this game, but I would lean the Reds at plus 150. It's just too much too much value on that line. I'm not a big fan of Miley. And as much as the Reds are probably kind of throwing out a quad A lineup, I just don't think that he has the ability to garner a minus 170 line as a favorite. Next game, 745 in East. We have the Nationals of Washington and St. Louis. You get Washington plus 210 on the money line. The home cards at minus 250. Total here is eight juice to the under at minus 115. And you get the home cards at uh, minus 120. Sorry, between minus 120 and I actually got it a little early at minus 112. So shop that line around. I get the Reds 
pardon me, the Cardinals run line at minus 112. Uh, I would actually play that right up to minus 120 as well. I do like the cards there. Espino comes in 96 innings for Washington, 4.22 ERA, 1.29 whips, 75 strikeouts. Jose Quintana, since he's come to St. Louis, has pitched well. Obviously did very well in Pittsburgh. He's pitched decent, 29 to third innings um, for the cards. That's just his Cardinals numbers. Let me try and pull it. 29 to third innings with the cards, 3.38 ERA, 1.53 whip. 12 strikeouts, so giving up too many base runners. Washington's been hot in the last few days, but I don't put a lot of stock in that. So I'm on the cards run line. And I'm also on the cards first five over two and a half. Uh, and I got that at minus 110. I think the cards can get to Espino. They've been hitting well lately. Um, in his last few games, let's see, in his last game against Oakland, uh, five innings gave up one run. Prior to that, against a weak hitting Cincinnati, five and a third gave up three runs. San Diego before that, at San Diego, four and a third, three runs. Uh, again, a week before that, also at San Diego, five and two-thirds, four runs. So he's been giving up uh, three, four runs in his starts going. His last five starts, he's averaged around five innings per start. Uh, so I think the Reds can get to him. I think they're better than Oakland, Cincinnati, and San Diego's offense. So I think they can get to him for three runs in the first half of the game. So I'm on the Cards run line, minus 120. I'm also on the Cards first five over two and a half next game we travel to kansas city for an al central matchup you have the guardians in town they come in as minus 200 favorites against the royals at plus 170 totally is seven and a half juice to the under at minus 115 you can get the guardians at minus 115 on the run line and that's actually what i took uh the guardians with justin bieber justin bieber sorry shane bieber no freudian slip there shane bieber on the hill uh, 159 innings, 3.06 ERA, 1.08 whip, and 164 strikeouts, having a quietly a very good season. Only eight wins. I think that's kind of courtesy of the Guardians' offense, but a very good season. Chris Bubich, on the other hand, 105 in a third innings, 5.47 ERA, a terrible 1.67 whip. So he's giving up more than one and a half base runners an inning. And if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And just 84 strikeouts with 53 walks. So I like the Guardians. I don't like them at minus 200. I think they can get the Bubich, and I'm willing to take them on the run line uh, with Class A potentially coming in to close out the game at minus 115 for the Guardians. Next game, an AL West battle of the state of Texas. Um, we get the Rangers in town at plus 220 against the Astros at minus 270. Total here is seven and a half, uh, juice to the over at minus 115. You can get the home Astros at minus 125. Glenn Otto takes the hill for Texas, 104 and two-thirds innings, 4.82 ERA, 1.38 whip, 55 walks and 80 strikeouts. So giving up way too much, um, uh, way too many batters with 55 walks. That's not a recipe, especially going against Houston. He throws for Amber Valdez, who's quietly having a really good season. 14 and four record, 164 and innings, 2.63 ERA, 1.12 with 55 walks, 56 walks, and 150 strikeouts. And he has been, I think he's gone 24, 25 straight games uh, throwing a quality start. And I don't see Texas being able to slow them down here. And what the game, the thing, uh, I was looking at the Astros run line, minus 125 is a little steep. Probably doable. If I could get that down 120 or below, I'd probably be on that. But I am on the Valdez out props, uh, 19 and a half, over 19 and a half at minus 110. So he's got to go basically uh, over six and a third. He's got to go six six and two thirds innings or more. And his last number starts, he's went eight against these Texas Rangers uh, last week on August 30th. He's went seven against Minnesota, seven against the White Sox, seven against Texas again uh, August 11th, six and a third against Cleveland, seven against Seattle and six and two thirds against Seattle. So he's hit this in six of his last seven games and the one he didn't, he went six and a third. So he missed it by one out. So I see him being able to shut down um, Texas as far as the game. I don't see Texas being able to get the ball as, and I see Astros being able to get the auto. So I'm on the, I'm on the Astros, maybe the run line at minus 125, but I do like the outs prop for Valdez at over 19 and a half. Got that at a 110 minus 110 on DraftKings. Next game, we head out west to Colorado, and we get Brandon Woodruff and the Brewers in town. They're minus 185 favorites against Chad Cool and the Rockies, who are plus 165 underdogs. Total here is 11, juice to the over at minus 120. You can get the Brewers at minus 125 on the run line. Uh, I was looking at the first five. I see first five total, game total at six pretty much everywhere. Uh, I did see it at one spot at minus Minus five and a half, but it's juiced down to minus or juiced up to minus 136. I might be on that. Reason being is Cool's just been getting hit hard. And Woodruff has been doing what has been doing well, but in Colorado, anybody can give up a few runs. So we get Woodruff 114 in the third inning, 3.54 ERA, 1.16 whip, an impressive 136 strikeouts. Chad Cool 112 in two thirds innings, 5.19 ERA. 1.5 whips, giving up one and a half runners per inning with 87 strikeouts. Now, I was looking at the Brewers 
team total, first five team total, but it's over three and a half. And that's just a number that's really tough for me to get to. Cool has basically given up three runs or more in, um, just trying to pull this up here. Sorry. Three, six, nine, ten. His last 10 games, his last 10 games, he has given up three runs or more. And 11 of his last 12, he's given up three runs more. And each of those, other than one game against the Dodgers, where he shut them out nine innings at home, three hits, no earned runs. He's given up three or more runs in every game. And he has probably averaged just under five innings. Hasn't went more than five and a third in any of those other games. So there's a good chance the Brewers get to him. If it was two and a half or three, I can maybe uh, get to the first five number. But the three and a half, first five, it's a little tough for me to get there. So I'm probably going to stay away from that. Um, the Brewers may be on the run line. Their bats have been a little hot and cold lately, and Colorado always hits better at home. I like the Brewers to win, so maybe the run line at minus 125, uh, a little steep for me in a game in Colorado. And I think Cool gives up a lot of runs, but the thing is Woodruff could shut the Rockies down, so that number of 11 scares me a little. Even though it's in Colorado, it's probably priced correctly, uh, but it's not going to be something I'm on. Next game of the night, also out west, we have the Tigers in LA to play the Angels. Tigers come in at plus 115. Angels at minus 135. And I don't understand this line. It's a bit of a trap, which is what I think it's a trap, which is why I'm staying away. Total here is eight, used to be over at minus 120. And you can get the home Angels on the run line at plus 150. And Detroit throws Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, 54 innings, 4.17 ERA, 1.41 whip, and 46 strikeouts. So kind of what you typically expect from him a guy with a high whip. Uh, average to below average ERA, but seems to get things done. And Mike Mayers, 38 and a third innings, 5.17 ERA, 1.38 whip, and 36 strikeouts to go with his 14 walks. Uh, I think Rodriguez is a better pitcher. I don't like either of these lineups. Uh, the Angels have hit a little bit better in the last month, uh, but I'm really surprised that they are 135 favorites. So they might, I would say there'd be value with Detroit, but I really hate taking Detroit. Uh, and plus 115 isn't enough value for me. So. This game's a stay away uh, completely. The third, fourth last game of the night is in San Diego, where we have an a NL West battle. The D-backs in town. They come in at plus 150 underdogs. The home Padres are minus 170. Total here is seven, juice to the over at minus 120. You can get the home Padres at plus 135 on the run line. Merrill Kelly having a very good, quietly having a very good year in the desert. 12 and 5 record, 164 and two thirds innings, 2.84 ERA, 1.11 whip, 142 strikeouts. Very impressive numbers for a guy playing on a weak team um, and not a huge strikeout pitcher, but having a very good year. Against Joe Musgrove, uh, 149 and third innings, 3.01 ERA, 1.04 whip, 149 strikeouts, doing pretty much what you thought he would do uh, on the season. I'm surprised they're minus 170 favorites. San Diego is definitely the better team, but their lineup uh, has not been doing what everybody thought it would be since the big, uh, the big Soto trade. And if anything, I think there's some value here in Kelly. I mean, Kelly's proven he can pretty much pitch against anybody and beat anybody, or at least keep the game close. So at plus 150, I think there's value on the D-backs. Uh, I'm just not really sure I like going against the Padres. The Padres have been so hot and cold. They've been a tough team to handicap this year. Uh, I've kind of taken to just stay away from their games. I like the team. I like their pitchers, but for some reason, they just don't seem to be able to put it together. Um, so stay away from me, but I would lean to D-backs at plus 150 behind Merrill Kelly. The next game is in Oakland, where we have the Braves in town at minus 225. The home A's at plus 185. Total here is at 8. Choose to be under at minus 115. 
You can get the Braves at minus 130 on the run line, which is probably the play for me. And that's mostly because they have Kyle Wright and Mount having a great season, 17 and 5 record, 154 and two thirds innings, 2.85 ERA, 1.13 whip, 150 strikeouts. So basically a strikeout and inning, 1.13 whip, great numbers. And hoping to get 20 wins. He's probably got three or four starts left in him and should be getting close to that number, especially if he's playing teams like the A's every night. Cole Irvin's had an up and down season, 147 and two thirds innings, 3.35 ERA. 1.06 whip on 104 strikeouts. So pitching uh, to contact, only walked 27 guys, hence the 1.06 whip. Uh, but I think Atlanta's just too strong a team. Can't take them on the money line at minus 225. The number of eight indicates, obviously, uh, a decent pitching matchup. I think Oakland, I don't think Oakland can get the right. So if anything, I would lean to the under at minus 115 um, on the total of eight and or the Braves run line at minus 130. Second last game of the night in Seattle. We have the White Sox in town. White Sox are plus 135 in a money line. The home M's minus 155. Total here seven and a half. Juice to the under minus 115. And you can get the home M's at plus 145 in a run line. This should be a surprisingly low-key uh, or understated solid pitching matchup. The veteran Johnny Cueto, the righty, comes in. 129 innings, 2.93 ERA, 1.17 whip. 82 strikeouts. I don't know how he's doing it. 27 walks and 82 strikeouts and 129 innings. This guy just keeps coming back and keeps doing a good job and keeps keeps the White Sox in the games. Although, judging by his 7-6 record, they're not really helping him a whole lot, as usual, with the White Sox this year. On the flip side, righty Logan Gilbert comes in 155 and two-thirds innings for the Mariners. 3.35 ERA, 1.21 whip. 42 walks to 142 strikeouts. He slowed down a little. Um, but I would still have to back them here. I just can't take them at minus 155. Uh, I like the way Cueto's pitching. I don't like um, the White Sox offense, especially going against righties. And stay away from me. Seven and a half is probably a reasonable total. Um, neither, while well, the White Sox offense is very, very hot and cold. So I can't really trust them to put up three or four runs to do their half of the bargain. So I'm going to stay away from that total. Last game of the night, uh, still, well, I see now a pitcher for San Francisco. The Giants are in L.A., and L.A. has absolutely owned the Giants this year. Hence, the home Dodgers minus 330 favorites, the road Giants plus 265. Total here, 8.5, juice to the over at minus 120. You can get the home Dodgers um, on the run line at minus 150. They have been covering the run line at phenomenal pace this year, but minus 150 is a big number. Looks like John Brebbia has just been announced as a starter for San Fran. 56 and a third, 3.04 ERA, 1.26 whip, 47 strikeouts. Tyler Anderson having a great year, 13 and three record, 147 and two thirds innings, 2.68 ERA, 1.02 whip, and 114 strikeouts. Again, this is stay away from me. The numbers, I, I, I like the Dodgers, like them to win, probably like them to win fairly easily. Uh, Anderson has been pitching well. He hasn't given up. His last uh, few outings, he's given up two earned runs or less in his last three outings against the Mets, Miami, Miami. Gave up three to Kansas City before that shutout, San Diego over seven. Got hit hard by these Giants for five runs over five innings back on uh, July 2nd. Uh, but then at Colorado, they came before that seven innings and no runs. So he's faced the Giants twice this year. Against, again, one that once that five inning five-run game, and prior to that, in July 20, on July 22nd, six innings, no earned runs. So I like the Dodgers. Can't really touch even a run line at minus 150. So uh, a few plays. Uh, what? One, two props. If that Met, if that Yankees-Minnesota game goes, I'm going to be on the Cole 
uh, Garrett Cole over 18 and a half out prop, a uh, few sides and first fives. So hopefully uh, you got something you like on a board tonight. Uh, before I go, though, quickly, I do want to remind you of our partner here at Manscaped. If you go to manscaped.com and use the code HOOPBALL20, that's HOOPBALL20, when you check out, you get 20% off your order for free shipping. And again, if you are into fantasy football or even some wagering advice, uh, check out our fantasy football podcast run by JP Sticko on uh, Fantasy Football Today. And again, it's at JP Sticko, S-T-I-C-C-O. And as the baseball season wraps up, check out our MLB Today podcast run by Joe Arrico. And he's at Joe Arrico, O-R-R-I-C-O, 99 on Twitter. So if we got some plays, some leans, some interesting uh, games tonight that you like, and we can make some money, and we will catch you tomorrow. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.